0: Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 30, the art of happy that lasts. I'm your host, Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very happy member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we will be searching to find the happiest moments in every situation. These are some of my stories. will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. Last time we talked about seeing the good, finding the happy, and searching for the blessings in disguise. Today, we are going to talk about how to build the kind of happy that will last. My dad was an artist, and when I was little, my dream was to become an artist just like him. So every year for Christmas, he would make sure that I would get a brand new set of paints and brushes, and then throughout the year, I would watch and learn how he applied swirls of canvas paint to create his masterpieces. Each step as a small daughter, I would spy on him, exploring, investigating, watching for the gift, for what he could do as he turned a plain white background into something real. With a paintbrush in his hand, he trained me not only as an artist, but also for life. See the world with dreams, he would tell me, fly with eagles, look for form and value, study and understand the light, plan your composition before you begin, he would teach. Each day, I would watch his hand carefully, and with conscious aim of his brush, dip again in swirling palette paint, hesitating contemplating, and then launching. The hue encompassed the bristles, and then contact is made. The medium was applied. The desired effect realized as I watched and learned what I would need to do to become like him. Having a father who was an artist blessed my eyes so that I learned how to see color, shape, value, and form in everything around me. I have learned much about what it takes to become a real artist. One time my dad told me that you would need to paint 500 paintings. Then you can tell yourself that you are a real artist. I think that was his way of telling me that practice was very important in life. I haven't yet painted 500 paintings, but throughout my life, I have had opportunities to dip my own brush in swirling palette paint, as I have tried to apply all that I have learned to many of my own white, blank canvases. Just as learning to become an artist takes time and practice, experience, And courage to try. Learning how to find the happy in life, I think, embraces all of the same. To learn to be a real artist, you take a blank canvas and with years of experience and learning, you apply the values and colors from your own palette. You see the sky and you paint it an alizarin sunset. The contrast against the dark sienna of the pines adds interest and makes the sky stand out. The sunshine scatters its broad beams across the cerulean stream and is accented with cadmium light and now becomes the center of interest, the focal point. Silent snow falls with strokes of repetition and unity, not white, but Prussian blue and green. The paint now has purpose. Mixing, applying, building surface, blending, fusing lines, shapes, and colors together. The medium is applied, and the desired effect is soon realized. Everything begins to flow together, creating a finished work of art, a masterpiece. Just as an artist paints a masterpiece through years of experience and learning, you are also building a masterpiece as you search for the happy in your life. On the hills of discovery, in the pursuit to find the good, and along the trail to becoming more grateful, you are creating your own life's masterpiece. You are building your own well-being, step by step, breaststroke by breaststroke, every day, one day at a time. Is it possible to build well-being, and can we create the kind of happy that will last? In his book titled Flourish, Dr. Martin Selgman says, yes, in fact, he believes that well-being can be robustly raised. In his book, he discusses eight different types of exercises that everyone could use in their life to increase their own happiness and make it last. Each exercise, he says, works. Some of them produced large increases in happiness one month later and some even substantially increasing happiness through six months. But one thing he noted was that how long the change in happiness lasted depended on how long the participant continued the exercise. He said, We found that the degree to which participants actively continue their assigned exercise beyond the prescribed week period predicted how long the changes in happiness would last, end quote. Here are eight of his suggestions that you can put in your own life that will help you create the happy in your life that will last. We will call these happy homework. Happy homework number one. Write a one-page, 300-word, positive introduction about yourself. Tell a story showing you at your best. Think of a day that went good, an activity you participated in that went well, and then write about that. Write about a time you made dinner, and it did turn out delicious. Write about a time when you visited a neighbor who was down and shared your love. Write about a time when you taught a lesson and many participated. Write about that. Happy homework number two. Begin a blessing journal in which you write every night three good things, big or small, that have happened to you that day. Now, I know we've talked about gratitude journals and blessing journals before in this podcast. How interesting, again, another psychologist, another book would say, this actually works. This takes a short amount of time, which can have lasting results in your own finding the happy. Happy homework number three. Write a forgiveness letter. You don't even need to deliver it. This is just for you. Write a letter to someone that you need to forgive. Describe your feelings, describe your emotions, and then pledge to forgive the person. The act of writing, describing, allows a place for your feelings and your emotions to land. To help stop the loop, of going over and over it in your mind. Write a forgiveness letter. Happy homework number four. Gratitude is enduring thankfulness. Write a gratitude letter to someone you are grateful for and haven't properly thanked before. And then if you can, try to deliver it in person. The secret to this happy homework assignment is to write it and deliver it in person. I remember coming up to a principal that I had for many years and thanking him for thinking that I was a good teacher. Happy homework number five. Think about optimism and then think about hope. Can you see a bad event as temporary, changeable, or good? Good. Think about three doors in your life that may have closed on you and then write about what doors may have opened after. An example could be maybe you applied for a job and didn't get the job. The door closed, but an opportunity for another job might have opened. Write about that. Happy homework number six. Think about what it means to savor a positive emotion. Next, plan an activity on purpose that will elicit that same positive emotion and then practice savoring it. Plan to get up early and watch the sunrise on purpose and then savor it. Plan to sit on a beach and just watch the waves roll in on purpose. Plan to sit out on the front porch and watch the rain clouds move in from the west and just sit there and savor it on purpose. Happy homework number seven. Give yourself the gift of time by doing something that you enjoy. Schedule time to drive to the canyon. Plan time to paint plan time to write a date on your calendar to drive to a place and see the world. Happy homework number eight. In the middle of things that don't always go great, this is called the What Went Well activity. All you do is record three things that went well every day for one week. Then at the end of the week, go back and read through your list. And I love this one because being a school teacher for many years, there are many great ideas. And I think, oh, we're going to do the best math lesson today. And sometimes those lessons don't go very well. And there are many days that I go home and think, okay, I am never going to do that activity ever again. But in the middle of all of that, There are some times when the activity does go well. And even in the middle of an activity, that's not great. What did go well? Write about that. My dad told me once, to become a real artist, I would need to paint 500 paintings. I think the same is true in creating the happy in my life. There are many things you can do to add lift to your life, but the true secret is we are going to need to keep doing it, maybe even 500 times. Keep practicing as you look to find the happy. Keep looking for the good in your life. Keep counting your blessings. Keep writing in your gratitude journal and you will begin to establish the kind of happy in your life that will last. To learn the art of being happy, you will first need to begin. You will take a canvas, a lifetime, and then you will apply colors of opportunities and experiences to see and feel everything around you. The contrast against the world's view and the brilliant white light of gratitude makes your colors stand out. You will scatter sunshine as its light beams across the path with optimism and accents your life with cadmium rays of hope. The focal point of your life's painting begins to build and grow and soon happiness and wonder become your center of interest. Your application of line and color that you add to your life will bless you with happy, and you will share your light and color to bless all those around you. You will apply joy to others, and you will feel joy in return. You will blend the days of your life with service, fusing lines, shapes, and colors in unity together. The medium is applied. The desired effect is realized. Everything will begin to flow together, creating a lasting happy, a finished masterpiece of your life. What are you doing in your life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar, and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life. Even on those days, when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you will be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready because together we are out to find the happy that will last. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'd like to challenge you. Choose one of the eight happy homework exercises and then add that to your life on purpose and then continue forward as you search and as you build more happy into you. Bye for now. See you next time.